welcome to the 31 Oils podcast. I'm Jen O'Sullivan. This is a place for free, fast-paced, and focused learning to boost your personal wellness journey. You can find more of my resources over at jenosullivan.com and also 31oils.com. All right, are you ready for today's topic? Let's get started. So hey guys, we're going to talk about The Go-Giver, and The Go-Giver is a book that is basically the subtitle is a little story about a powerful business idea, and it's by Bob Berg and John David Mann, M-A-N-N, and it's an interesting book because it's told in parable format, so it makes it very easy to read. So even if you don't like to read, it's super, super simple because it keeps your mind engaged. And also it's very short. And if you were to say download it on Audible, it's, I don't know, like two and a half hours or something straight through. Um, I was able to listen to it completely after reading it. I listened to it completely in my car on the way up to my sister's house. So that was, that was nice because it was a nice overview. But what I want to do here with you guys is share with you why this is an important book why it's something that everyone should read, regardless of what you do in life, because these five laws are applicable to pretty much every area of your life. So it doesn't have to be just for business. However, it's it's an extraordinarily powerful business tool. So the five laws of stratospheric success is what they call it, is uh, there's, there's basically five. So it's value, compensation, influence, authenticity, and receptivity. So it's basically the law of value, which, um, and I'm just going to give you my paraphrase of it, but essentially it's, you're giving more value than what it's worth. So if you were in a business situation, you might share with somebody something that you're not going to get paid back for. And what I mean by that is, you know, for my customers, I'm often giving them advice that has nothing to do (laughs) with a product I'm selling. Like if they're having an issue in an area, I might encourage them in other areas. I might even direct them to a product that maybe is sold at Trader Joe's or Costco, right? Something that is not a competitor product of mine, but is something that's going to help them in a big way. Um, But even, even you might consider a competitor product, right? And I know that sounds a little crazy, but that's where if you know you can't help them well, and this is where it gets tricky because I have had people come to me and say, you know, I'm I'm thinking of joining your team, but I have a girlfriend that lives near me and she's got a solid team and, you know, I feel like maybe that would be more appropriate. And I say to them always, if you feel like it's going to be more helpful to have somebody with you face to face in this learning experience, then absolutely go with them, right? So for me, it's not about just making sales. It's about helping people. And if it makes more sense for somebody to go with someone else, then of course, (laughs) I actually want them to. And that's a little counterintuitive to us, but people remember that and people you know, that is something where they feel good about. They feel like, wow, she wasn't just trying to get the sale. She was trying to help me. And so that follows through in all areas of life. And I look at that from my husband, where I'm always trying to give him more value (laughs) than what he paid for. (laughs) That sounds crazy, but right. He bought me as his wife, even though that's, that's not true, but you guys get what I mean. Like I'm his, he's mine. And I'm always trying to outvalue him always. And it's a fun thing because it just makes it a more like full lifestyle with him. It makes it like, I never actually feel resentful. And that's where I think some people feel like, well, I think I would feel taken advantage of. 
And it's not. I, I bless him in so many ways because that's the point of value. Value doesn't have to be something that you're giving or charging, right? It doesn't have to be a product or a service that you're providing. It can be like with an exchange of money, right? It can be just your time. How much value? Are you giving your children more value than they could ever give you back? Usually the answer is yes. But what about your husband? <laughs> so so that's kind of a, uh, an area in value, but you want to give more value than what it's worth. Okay, the second law is the law of compensation. And that law goes like this. Basically, it's the more people you're able to help, the more you will make. So if you're thinking small numbers, like I want to help five or six people, that's a small amount of compensation. But if you were like, I want to help as many people as I possibly can, then that usually translates into more money. So like, for instance, when I started my platform, like three and a half, four years ago, uh, my educating platform, I educated everyone. It doesn't matter to me who you are, where you come from. I don't care what oils you're using. I educate everyone. And for free, right? And I don't charge anybody anything for that. And so what's interesting, though, is, you know, once I wrote a book and had that to offer, it was sort of like the people that I was helping, it wasn't five or six, it was a couple hundred thousand. And they were like, wow, she has given me so much value, right? That I don't really even care what she's written, I'm going to buy it because I've gotten so much out of it. That happened to me recently with a a person that I follow, this gentleman that teaches a lot of, of us um, management of money and all that. And he, he had a pro- program and it was, I think it was like $250. And I listened to something of his and I had been following him for years and he's given me tons of free information. And there was one little tip that he gave me in this free seminar that was so valuable that I was like, of course I'm going to pay for this. I actually haven't even done the program. (laughs) The program that I paid for, I haven't even done because it didn't matter to me. What mattered to me was the value he gave me. And I was like, absolutely. It's not like to me, it made no, it was no, no difference to me whether I paid for the value that I already just got that was free or I paid for this program and the program I'll eventually get to. But his whole thing and something I've learned from him over and over again, and this is T. Harv Ecker, if you're wondering, is literally the more people you help and we're helping people, right? The more people you help and add value to, the more the more compensation. It will reflect your compensation. So, and there's some other things in here, but that's just a, the law of compensation, okay? The other, um, the third law is the law of influence. And the law of influence is not what you would think. Like, we don't think about, I want to be an influencer. It's more about how you're able to help others first. So, you have more influence when you help others first. And they used a line in the in the book, you know, people you people do business with people they know, like, and trust. That's actually a quote out of my book from, I don't know, nine years ago, and it's a quote that many people have used before me. So it is not a new quote. But the truth in that is, if let's say I'm every day going to the same I don't place to get coffee. You guys know I don't drink coffee, but that's just an example. Let's say every single day you're seeing the same exact server and every single day you're just boring to her or him, right? Meaning you're just get your coffee and move on. There's no value in that. There's no, you're not helping her or him, but, and there's no influence, right? But if you were to every day ask that 
barista, how are you doing? And get to know things about that person and think about that person first and, and then know their name and you're asking them questions about themselves. And every time you come in, it's like, how, how's your kid doing? Or how are you feeling? I know you were out sick last week, right? You notice them. You become an influencer to that person because you're thinking about that person first. And so that is a big deal in business is that if you're putting others needs first, like whenever I'm writing a post, I'm always thinking, what would other what do other people need help with? Not do well, not what do I want to talk about? It's what is everyone asking me about? What does everybody want to know about? And so if I can help others first, that creates in their mind, me as an influencer, I'm able to influence them because they love what I'm posting. They love my content, right? And I'm not trying to be big headed here at all. The point of this is I have more followers. I have more influence because I'm always thinking about my audience first, not me. That's a big one. Okay. The, um, the fourth law of, of success here is, and again, the law of stratospheric success is authenticity. And this one's rough for a lot of us. Cause I think a lot of us feel this, this kind of, everyone's trying to sell me something. Even on Instagram, it's so frustrating. You go through three or four posts and all of a sudden you're being sold something. And then you go through three or four more posts and you're being sold something again. And, and it's sort of an interesting, um, problem that we have today because authenticity, it's like our BS meter has gone through the roof, right? We're always like, what does this person want? You know, like the moment I get a phone call, I'm like, what do they want from me? And so authenticity, while a very popular thrown around word today is a very important word because when we are out of our lane, right, when we're not doing us authentically, we can get into some big trouble. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, when you're out to think, like if you're thinking about helping people because you want to get money, that's inauthentic. If you're thinking about what can I do next to, to make my bank account grow or to make my platform grow, like it's, it's those, those types of posts that people can read right through. The, the, the way to be more authentic is to number one, figure out who you are, what is your strengths, right? I know I'm, I'm an educator. That's what I've been gifted with. God has allowed me to be a, an educator, right? That's, that's how, where my, where my platform lies. And when I start kind of veering off and doing other things and trying to put a hat on that I'm not strong in, or I'm not strong in yet, that's something important as well, because we can strengthen areas. I find that I'm stumbling, I'm messing up, I'm losing relationships, right? Because I, I you know, think I can do this when I'm really just a very good educator, right? And I need to surround myself with people who are strong in the other areas that I'm not strong in and learn from them and maybe get good at them if I can, uh, but that will take time. So right now, you do you. And we hear this all the time. It's a funny little gen generation Z or gen Zers are all you do you, right? Whatever's right for you. So that it kind of grates us wrong sometimes because it seems very selfish. But when I use the term you do you, I mean, don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't expect 
everyone else to do for you what you think they should be doing. Just do you. You figure out what you're good at, where where your passions lie, and that will create the best authenticity for you. And, you know, I, I don't agree with people who say authenticity is getting on a video and being all like makeup all over your face and your hair all crappy. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't ascribe to that. That is a form of, let me show you how authentic I am, right? That to me, reeks of inauthenticity because it's just they're trying to to do that. For me, and you guys who have watched my videos um, on Facebook or YouTube, know that I try to limit the distractions. And what I mean by that is I have everything set up in my background to just be the same. I try to be the same. <laughs> I try really hard to limit distractions. And that is just what I do. And, you know, that's, that's me. Now, someone else might get on all the time, and they just get on and they're whatever they are. And that's them. That is their authentic self. And so it's important to allow people to be who they are. Uh, but at the same time, we want to know, you know, who you are, what you do, why you do it, and move forward boldly in that way. So that's just being authentic um, to who you are, right? We don't have to be someone else. <laughs> so, okay. And the last law, which I think is probably one of the most important ones uh, because none of this operates with this, without the last law is the law of receptivity and, and all that means is you can't you can't give without someone else receiving okay so this is important to understand like even the earth if I were to water a plant the plant is receiving that water. Uh, air and oxygen and carbon dioxide, right? I am breathing out oxygen while the plants are receiving that oxygen and then they are producing carbon, you know, the or they're producing oxygen while I am breathing in their oxygen. I'm receiving that oxygen and then I'm exhaling carbon dioxide, which they're receiving. So there's, re there's this reciprocity that happens that is so important. And if we don't recognize that, then you might be stealing from someone. And what I mean by that is oftentimes we very, very kind of like, yes, here I am. I do this all the time. I don't need your help. I'm good. I don't want to bother you. I mean, how many of you guys have done that where you simply have, have just turned away help or turned away someone's gift because you either felt embarrassed, you felt like you didn't want to put them out, or you felt like you could do it yourself, or you could do it better, right? This is an interesting thing. We need to learn the art of receiving. And if you're not open to receiving because you feel bad about it, because you feel like it's putting someone else out, my friend, you will always be in the dumps, always, you will never have any of these laws of success work for you. You will always have problems. So the art of receptivity, I'm even going to call it an art because it takes practice. It takes you allowing people to help you. It takes asking for help. This is an interesting area, um, and I want you to consider this fully, that you start practicing the art of receiving. And it's not asking people for gifts, right? Can you buy me that, right? It's not, it's not like you're a child and my son's constantly asking me for stuff. It's the art of allowing people to infiltrate your life, help you, love on you, give their time to you, uh, volunteer for you. You guys, I have such a hard time with this one. 
And I'm always wanting to pay people, right? I'm always wanting to be like a 50-50. You, you do for me uh, and I'll do for you. And that's that's a rough place to be. So I just encourage you not to do the whole, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Just allow it to you give generously. And when someone is wanting to give to you, take it. Because if you don't take it, if you cut them off, you're robbing them of the joy of giving. Okay, so it's a very interesting give and take. So I want you to consider some of the application here and some of the ways that you could consider all of these. What does it mean for you? Uh, You know, are you more concerned with how you look or how what rank you reach in your organization? Or, you know, are you trying to be the queen bee or are you able to be more of a team player? All of these things play into these five laws. So I encourage you to get the book if you haven't already, uh, The Go-Giver, and read it and enjoy it and live it. Do it. Do these things. So I'm excited uh, to share with this this with you, uh, this with you today and hope hope that this has been helpful for you guys. All right, thanks so much. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and allowing me to be a part of your journey today. You can find all my books and other resources over at 31oils.com. And there are other ways to connect to me at jenosullivan.com, such as my YouTube channel, Instagram, and my training program called the Vitality Lifestyle Coaching Program that you can check out the syllabus and all that it has to offer over at 31oils.com forward slash VLC. Thanks so much. Until next time, I'm Jen O'Sullivan. No better do better, be better. This episode is brought to you by all the beautiful instructors in my life who always taught me never to give up, always keep learning, and to know that the moment I stop learning is the moment I'm going to start to die. (laughs) So I know it sounds a little bit harsh, but man, oh man, are they right. Definitely keep learning, be teachable. The best thing you can do is be as teachable as you possibly can and try to get it right every single time and keep learning, guys. All right. Thanks. Take care.